guess what? I'm giving away the self-reflection journal for free. All you have to do is sign up for my email list at secludedthoughts.com slash newsletter and I will send it over to you. But that's not all. I told y'all before that I'm looking for ways to create a community for us so we can talk more than just once a week every Sunday. So that's what the email list is for. I will share personal behind the scenes of my life as I become the best version of myself. And I will also send you exclusive tips and advice to help you do the same. And you will also be the first to know of any surprises and announcements that I have coming up for the show. And in case you don't know, the Self-Reflection Journal has over 60 journaling prompts for self-reflection and self-discovery that will help you learn more about your fears, the impact of your childhood, your limiting beliefs, your values, what's important to you, what areas of your life need improving, and so much more. So once again, if you are interested, go to secludedthoughts.com slash newsletter. I will also leave the link in the description. Now back to the episode. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recess lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I had become the complete opposite. I had all of these walls. I was pretending like I didn't care about people as much as I did. I was pretending like I had to do everything by myself. Why? Because I trusted people who kept disappointing me. So now it's like, I can't trust people to do this. I need to do it myself. If you want it done, do it yourself. I can't trust people to open up to them because people I opened up to were disloyal they broke my trust I couldn't trust them right I told you something and somebody else is telling me what I told you etc it's like I became so guarded and I was thinking of my life and I was like that's not who I am like I don't even recognize who I am anymore that's not me and that's not who I want to be I don't want to continue living my life like this the people who work at Chanel do not feel bad when somebody cannot afford a purse or anything inside the store. It's like, why are you here? You think they're going to tell you, oh, let me lower the price and offer you a 98% discount so you can get this purse. No, if you cannot afford it, leave the store. You can leave and come back when you can afford it, right? Plus tax. They are not going to argue with you. They are not going to negotiate. They are not going to come down on the price for you. That's how you need to think about it when you are enforcing your boundaries. Are you a Walmart or are you Chanel? Like Walmart, I think, will give you like price matches on certain things if you find it cheaper somewhere else. Chanel is not giving you no price match, okay? Are you price matching with people in your life? Oh, they can get somebody easier over there so you are compromising your standards do not do that you are not walmart okay 
Why would you want somebody in your life who can't even do the bare minimum? Do you like mediocrity? Let that person go. Let the trash take itself out. Do not make room for them. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the show. I'm your host Sensi and on this podcast we talk about taking accountability of your life to become the best version of yourself. So in keeping with, you know, the theme of the most recent episodes, like I said, the new year is coming up. So in the episodes for this month, I'm going to be talking about, you know, some things you need to do to get your life in check so that the new year is better than this one. Even if this one was great, let's make the next one even better, you know? Now, even if you are not listening to this episode in December, I try not to date the episodes, but if, even if you're listening to it later, don't worry, it is never too late to get your life together, okay? So, without further ado... In today's episode, we are going to be talking about this whole concept of hoping for the best but expecting the worst, right? At least my take on it as somebody who used to do that. I just want to know whose bright idea it was to make that a mantra of your life because it's so depressing. In hindsight, it is so depressing. Like... I, I want you to, f- if you if you are somebody who thinks that is like a good approach to life, and there may be differing opinions, but like I said, I'm only talking about my experience, my take. But if you are somebody who is guilty of living by that whole thing because you want to avoid being disappointed, this episode is for you. Because I want you to free yourself from the shackles of thinking that if you expect the worst, you won't be disappointed. You will still be disappointed. If the worst happens, you will still be disappointed. You just want to delude yourself into thinking that you are in control. And if you expect it, it won't hurt as bad. But it still will. It still will you be disappointed regardless. Like, have you ever looked at people when they say that? Like, I can see it in your eyes. I can see the pain in your eyes. You are hurt. You are hurt. You are trying to do damage control, but you are hurt. You are still disappointed. And I can say this because, like I said, I have been there. I used to say that whole, you know, hoping for the best but expecting the worst thing all the time. When in reality, I was that meme. You you know that meme with the, the guy crying behind the mask of a straight face? Like, that was me. That was me the whole time. Oh, yeah, I'm not even surprised. You know, I expected this pain. Nothing but pain. Nothing but pain, but I wanted to feel like, you know, No, if I expect it, it won't hurt as bad. No, I was still hurt every time. I was still disappointed every time. But here is what I have learned. And like I said, my take. But what I learned from all of this is that it comes down to two things. Boundaries and managing expectations, right? So let's talk about that in today's episode. And hopefully it frees you like it freed me, you know? 
So let's start with managing expectations, right? There's, you know, that other saying that kind of goes along with this, which is no expectations, no disappointments. But you still get hooped. You still get disappointed. So let me, let me, let me explain what that means to me at least. Here's what I was doing wrong with that whole thing. I used to say that whole no expectations, no disappointments thing because what I was doing wrong was I made other people my source for different things like validation and resources, like random things that I needed, material stuff that I needed. And so if I didn't get it, now there was a problem. But in reality, God should have been my source for those things and myself, you know, where I could have controlled certain things, like in terms of like the validation and being concerned about what I think about myself before what other people think about me, right? That's what I mean when I say myself. But I made other people my source. So it's like if I needed something, then I was trusting this other person to do it for me or give it to me and it's not not even to say that I trust them because clearly the whole no expectations no disappointments I was hoping you would do it but you know what I expected that you wouldn't so I wouldn't even be disappointed I was disappointed every time I was disappointed every time because I made other people my source I depended on them for things that only God could give me right I did not know what it meant to make God your source or look look to him as your source. I was depending on other people who kept disappointing me and now I was changing myself and making myself hard and putting up all of these guards and trying to act nonchalant and trying to control the outcomes of things and, and starting to expect being disappointed and all of that nonsense because I put too much expectations on other people when I should have been trusting God for those things. So what I ended up doing was, you know, first I had to develop like a high sense of self-esteem or self-concept. And I did that by getting closer to God, honestly, and basically learning what he says about me versus what other people say about me or think about me or even what I think about me sometimes. Because you know how we could be our biggest critics we have to look at ourselves how God sees us. And when I started doing that, it's like I don't like I don't care what you say because I know what he says, right? And I don't care if you are unable to do this thing that I need because it's not on you whether or not I get it. It's on God. And if he wants me to have it, then you can be the vessel or somebody else can be the vessel. But if he says it's mine, it's mine. It's going to happen. It's already done. You might not be the one to help me get it, but he will put somebody else in my life. You see what I mean? When I relied on him as my source, I did not have to keep having these walls up and like putting my guard up and expecting the worst from life and people and situations because it was not up to them whether or not I get what I deserve. And so now, because I know who I am and I, because I know who he says I am, right, I couldn't care less who other people think I am. And with that, I also know what I deserve. And I don't care if you don't give it to me 
because the way my boundaries are set up now, it's like you can go to hell. <laughs> like you can go to hell. I said what I said. This is my boundary. You can either respect it or you can get blocked because what we are not about to do is go back and forth. Two places I'm not about to go with anybody is back and forth, okay? And speaking of boundaries, let's move on to the second thing, right? So the first thing was managing your expectations. You are expecting too much from people and too little from God. God needs to be the source. When you put your trust in him, when you are in tune with him and what he wants for you, it doesn't matter who says no. It doesn't matter who doesn't help you because he will send the right people to help you. So you do not have to set yourself up to constantly think that you will always be disappointed and you will always get the worst from life. If you look at life that way, it's because you are depending on people too much and not enough on God. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So now on to boundaries, right? And first of all, I made a whole episode on boundaries. It is episode number 63. So I said a lot in there that I feel like would be too redundant to repeat now. So if you want to, you know, listen to that, go ahead. It will be in the description. But listen to that episode for sure to get a more in-depth explanation on how to create boundaries and, you know, when you start creating them, the guilt you will feel and all of that, but how to get past it regardless, blah, blah, blah. Go listen to that episode, right? But for in terms of this topic, right, what I realized with boundaries is that boundaries are essentially the standard and the guidelines around what you will allow into your space. It's not necessarily what you expect from other people. And I used to go around thinking that boundaries were saying, no, you can't do this and you can't do that. And like giving people all of these rules and whatnot on how to treat me and how not to treat me. But it's, it's not that. It's me saying that this is the standard, this is what I will accept, and I will not accept anything less than that, and you are not allowed to enter my space and get access to me if you do not abide by these standards at the very minimum, right? Obviously, you should exceed it, but at the very minimum, if you do not meet these standards, you will not be in my life. That is what boundaries are. That is how you set boundaries. That is how I had to look at boundaries to change my perspective on this woe is me kind of mindset that I had. So for example, a boundary of mine right now is I will only engage in healthy and honest and transparent communication in times of conflict. So then if somebody does the opposite of that, like raise their voice or curse at me or call me out of my name I will absolutely not tolerate it you have lost your mind you have absolutely lost your mind you will be blocked you will be blocked right 
I am not a confrontational person. I, I I don't like drama. I don't even like that's really not me. But it's like if there's anybody I know personally, I know I'm not perfect. If I do anything that upsets you, etc. If you have my number, text me. Let's talk about it. Call me. Whatever we can discuss it like mature adults. If we don't have my number, we don't have a problem. You have a problem because I don't know you. Why? What? 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 Are, what are you upset about? You know. But either way, even if you don't have my number, if it's something serious or whatever that you want to address, I am not a dramatic person. I don't raise my voice. I don't curse at people. I don't call people out of their name. I don't. I don't like any of all of that nonsense. If you approach me in a respectful way, you will get respect back, and we can easily come to a mutual understanding. Even if we decide to part ways, it does not have to have drama. It does not have to have beef. I'm just not that type of person. I don't do that. If people don't respect that, they can get blocked, and I will act like they do not exist. Literally, I'll act like you do not exist because that is a boundary of mine. I will not accept it. But in the past, I used to think like, no, I like I would I would think of that boundary in terms of saying no. You have to talk to me this way, and then. I would go back and forth negotiating and compromising and explaining myself over like basic respect and then get upset when people don't adhere to that. And then that's when the whole, well, you know, hoping for the best, expecting the worst, no expectations, no disappointments, because it's like, you know, I thought we were close. I thought we were good, but you are not speaking to me in a way that I would like to be spoken to. But no, it has nothing to do with that. It has nothing to do with your behavior. It has everything to do with what I choose to accept and reject. That's when I started looking at boundaries that way and incorporating them into my life and maintaining them. It was easier for me to shed that whole no expectations, hoping for the best, but expecting the worst thing. Because now it's like, no, it doesn't matter what you do. What you do is not a reflection of who I am. How I respond to what you do is a reflection of who I am. And I will set these boundaries and it's up to you whether or not you choose to respect them or reject them. But if you do reject them, if you do disrespect them, if you do not adhere to them, me and you have nothing to talk about. Nothing whatsoever. I will not accept it. So instead of accepting the bare minimum, instead of just allowing people to talk to you and treat you any way and constantly give you their word and then go back on it, say they're going to do things for you and then they never do it, set some boundaries around that where you say, no, I will only make room for people in my life who are consistent in a good way who are consistent and who always follow through on their word, people who keep their promises. I will not allow people to disrespect me. I only tolerate healthy relationships in my life. I only tolerate people who want the best for me, etc., etc. If you just say that and you adhere to that, then anybody who does not meet these minimum requirements should not get your time of day. And by doing that, you filter out all of the people who don't have the best intentions for you. So now you only have people in your life who will respect you, who genuinely want the best for you, 
who love you, who keep their word, who treat you how you're supposed to be treated, right? And now you do not have to have your guard up all of the time walking around wounded and saying, you know what? Well, that's what happens when you trust people. No, that's what happens when you trust the wrong people. That's what happens when you don't have boundaries or when you don't enforce those boundaries. When you say you have a boundary and then you keep talking to people, going back and forth, negotiating on the bare minimum, when you said that was something you are not going to tolerate, do not tolerate it. So that way the people who want to be in your life will have no choice but to respect you. And now you don't have to prepare for the worst. I mean, life is life. Life is always going to do what life does. But it's like there are ways, there are things you can do to minimize how, how much like disappointment you have in a sense. And it has nothing to do with expecting the worst, but it has to do with you know, let's say you need somebody who is reliable and when they say they're going to do something for you, they do it on time, no excuses, nothing. In order to manage disappointments with something like that, you don't say, oh, well, I'm just going to get anybody. I'm just going to trust anybody with these tasks or that aspect of my life. And then I'm going to not have high expectations for them. Instead of doing that, you say, no, I only want to work with somebody who is reliable. I only want somebody who will consistently deliver in this area and somebody I can depend on. Now, when you get somebody like that, you'll be disappointed significantly less than if you just accept anybody to do that specific role or whatever it is in your life. You see what I'm saying? You do not have to put your guard up and do all of these things to quote-unquote avoid disappointment you just have to be more selective with who you let into your life and you need to understand that God is your source and not other people so when other people don't come through for you that's none of your business it just wasn't meant to be them God will send somebody else if he said you were meant to have it it is yours if somebody denies you then it just wasn't meant to come from that person it's simple but somebody else will come because if he said it's done, it's done. What are you concerned about? That's his job, not yours. You just have to make sure that you have the boundaries in place and you are making room for the things that you are asking for, for the things that he said you will have. And you're not going back and forth wasting time with people who cannot do anything for you or with people who will only disappoint you. Instead of putting your walls up and changing yourself to protect yourself for the unreliable and untrustworthy people in your life. Get rid of those people and put people in your life that you can still be soft around. People you do not have to develop a hard exterior for. And I know that's easier said than done. It will definitely require some time, some work on yourself as well. And your relationship with God like I said, I'm speaking from experience, so that definitely took some time for me, but I wouldn't change it for the world. I am so happy I'm not walking around with all of these walls up like I used to. I mean, don't get me wrong, I still have a few up. I still have a few up and I'm working on it. And like I said, it's about my ability to enforce those boundaries so that I don't feel like I have to be some nonchalant hardcore you know I, I, I don't even know I don't even know I used to sit and think about my life like I don't even like who I'm becoming 
because I didn't have any boundaries. I used to just accept what people would give me and then do my best to negotiate on the back end. Like I used to be such a tough person. I used to be I used to be so nonchalant. I used to be so hard. I used to have so many walls up, so many gates, so many barriers to entry, and I couldn't find none of the keys because I discarded some of them. And some of them is like the walls have been up for so long. It's like I had no intentions of bringing them down, but I've gotten rid of a lot of them so far. And a lot of it has to do with trusting that I will get what God says he will give me and also enforcing these boundaries, which is not easy. It has taken me some time. I've definitely wavered many times, but I think I'm doing a lot better now. But I had to do those things in order for those walls, in order for me to feel comfortable to let those walls come down. I had to create an environment where I felt safe to be soft instead of just allowing anybody into my space. And I have to be bickering over here with this one, explaining myself over here with this one, and all for things that, that, that that's the bare minimum. Don't do that to yourself. Let 2022 let this year be the last year you're listening. If you listen in 2023, whatever month, let this be the last month. Let this be the last day. Instead of changing yourself for all of these people who keep disappointing you and keeping them in your life, listen to that episode on boundaries. Okay, listen to that episode on boundaries. Highly recommend and let's start enforcing them. And work on understanding who God says you are. Work on getting closer to him and understanding that he is the source and stop putting all of your trust in mere mortals. Stop putting all of your trust in people who are really just vessels, right? They do not control your destiny. They do not control the outcome of anything in your life. Some things might look like, like some people might look like they're trying to ruin your life. But if God says that's not supposed to happen, then it's not going to happen. But you need to be close to him in order for him to resolve that problem. Some of these things are not even your issue. You just need to go to him. That is what I have done. I never thought I would be saying all of this because I used to be atheist. But literally, I'm telling you, going to God first has changed my life. I don't even worry about things nowadays. When I have a problem, I just kick my feet up and I'm just like, all right, God, this is, um, this is your problem. I want no parts of this. Have fun. Literally. But I digress. Set those boundaries and enforce them. And stop changing yourself and putting up all of these walls for people who don't respect you. And another thing, when you do that, you don't get disappointed when people don't adhere to these boundaries. Because when you get to that point where you are able to state and enforce your boundaries... That means you have already developed a strong sense of self-esteem, a strong sense of your self-concept, and you are not going to take that personal. You are not going to take these actions personal when people choose to violate your boundaries. You just see it as they're simply, they simply didn't make the cut. They simply did not make the cut. Like, I require you to treat me a certain way like my bare minimum standards and you you simply cannot do it you simply cannot do it and that has nothing to do with me you are just subpar you do not make the cuts you do not make the cuts
But that has nothing to do with my worth. That has nothing to do with your worth. Sometimes you just have to let the trash take itself out. Stop, stop, stop trying to help it. Stop trying to carry the bag. Stop trying to do all of this. Don't open the bag to see what's in it. Just let the trash take itself out. You don't need an explanation sometimes on why people are unable to meet your boundaries. Just let that be it. Do not, do not, do not compromise. Do not negotiate on your bare minimum. That has nothing to do with you. You should not take it personal when people cannot meet your standards. That is a reflection of them. If your boundary is basic, like healthy communication, like what I said a while ago, so like don't raise your voice at me, don't call me out of my name or anything like that. If that's your boundary and somebody cannot do that, they cannot meet that, that's not a reflection of you. It's like, look at how unstable this person is. All I ask is that you talk to me in a respectful tone and you're unable to do that. Why Why are you not able to control your emotions? Like, what is wrong with you? Like, I, I'm sorry, but that's literally what I think. Because if you know me personally, like, I, I don't ever raise my voice at people. I don't ever, like, like, I'm not, I'm not the type of person to, like, act crazy and, like, be dramatic and fight anybody. And anybody who knows me personally can say that. But I've been in situations where somebody, like, was, like, trying to raise their voice at me. And I'm sitting there literally, like, like, are you okay? Are you okay? Like, at this point, I can't even take it personal because I'm literally sitting here calm and you are yelling. Why? Are you okay? Are you unstable? Why are you unable to express your feelings in a mature way? Now... I can't say too much because my level of immaturity was ghosting people and just not communicating. And that's a problem within itself. But I digress. I'm working on myself. But anyway, you should not take that personal. You should not take it personal when people do not meet your bare minimum qualifications, your bare minimum boundaries. Why would you want somebody in your life who can't even do the bare minimum? Do you like mediocrity? Let that person go. Let the trash take itself out. Do not make room for them. When you accept the bare minimum from people, like when you say, no, it's okay. I, I won't expect much from you. I just want this little bit. And they're not even doing that. Somehow you will get even less. Somehow you will get even less. So here you are compromising and going against your boundaries and saying, I'm not going to hold you to the bare minimum. And you are getting less. Don't even make room. Take it from me. I've been there. Don't even make room. I'm not making room anymore. The bare minimum, that's embarrassing. Why are you here? Like, that's how you need to look at it. Don't take it personal. Like, you couldn't do the bare minimum? Blocked. Blocked. Like, think about it this way. The people who work at Chanel do not feel bad when somebody cannot afford a purse or anything inside the store. It's like, why are you here? Why are you here? I'm sure Forever 21 or something is around the corner. Why are you at Chanel? You see what I'm saying? Like they are there to make their coin and you cannot afford it. I'm not saying don't go. But I'm just saying you think they care. You think they're going to tell you, oh, let me lower the price and offer you a 98% discount so you can get this purse. No. If you cannot afford it, leave the store. Or they, can, they, they will call security to escort you out if you try to negotiate on the price of a $5,000 purse. It, it, it's simply not going to happen. You can leave 
and come back when you can afford it, right? Plus tax. They are not going to argue with you. They are not going to negotiate. They are not going to come down on the price for you. That's how you need to think about it when you are enforcing your boundaries. Are you a Walmart or are you Chanel? And I and we're not talking about um, 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 their financial statements and all of that because I know Walmart makes a lot of money. I'm talking about in terms of the prices of things that they sell, okay? Which one are you? Like Walmart, I think, will give you like price matches on certain things if you find it cheaper somewhere else. Chanel is not giving you no price match, okay? Are you price matching with people in your life? Oh, they can get somebody easier over there so you are compromising your standards? Do not do that. You are not Walmart, okay? There is nothing to discuss. Your price is your price. Your boundary is your boundary. If you cannot afford it, if you cannot do the bare minimum, leave. It's not personal. If they cannot meet your boundaries, it is not personal. They simply just cannot afford to get access to you right now. And that's none of your business, okay? Move them out of the way for the people who can afford you. They are holding up the line, okay? Don't take that personal. That's none of your business. That's none of your business. But do not allow these people into your space and then walk around putting up all of these walls and saying, no, you can't expect too much because you'll be disappointed. No, you are expecting too much from the wrong people. You are expecting too much from the wrong source. And then when people are coming into your life, giving you anything, you are accepting it instead of enforcing your boundaries. That is what I had to learn. Once I started doing these things, once I got these concepts clear, putting my expectations and my trust in God and not people, and then setting boundaries and simply not compromising and negotiating on the bare minimum and just letting the trash take itself out, I realized I did not have to put up all of these walls. There was no reason to be guarded. There was no reason to be guarded and be nonchalant and cold and all of that nonsense because that's not who I am. That's not who I am at my core. I alluded to this earlier on, but like I, I was thinking about it some time ago and I was just thinking of how much of a cold person I had become. Like if you think about it, when we are children, when we are toddlers growing up, it's like we have all of the joy in the world right we j we just expect the best we just we don't we just children are crazy children are crazy they just like have no care in the world they are very optimistic they are very creative very expressive some of them are a little too honest okay but i digress but you know you just have all of this joy it's like nothing holding you back right and then as you get older and you develop relationships with people, all kinds, and people start disappointing you and life starts to take a toll on you, it's like you, you just grow so pessimistic over time. And some people like to say realistic instead of pessimistic, whatever, keep fooling yourself. But you just grow so pessimistic over time. You stop expecting the best. You know, you start... You start dimming your light you start putting up all of these walls to protect yourself and all of that it's like you i realized i had become such a cold nonchalant person and at my core that's not who i am 
that's not who I am. Like we talk about soft life and all of these things. I know it's a buzzword now, but I encourage you to define what that means for you personally. For me, I remember like I truly at my core, I am a soft person. I am sensitive. I like, you know, well, I wouldn't say I like being vulnerable, but I appreciate vulnerable moments with people because that's how you truly get to know people. That's how you build bonds with people. You know, I like I like these genuine interactions. I wear my emotions on my sleeve. I am an emotional person, right? I like to be honest and transparent and feel free to say what's on my mind, not in a disrespectful way, but like to express myself and express my feelings. But I had become the complete opposite. I had all of these walls. I was pretending like I didn't care about people as much as I did. I was pretending like I had to do everything by myself. Why? Because I trusted people who kept disappointing me. So now it's like, I can't trust people to do this. I need to do it myself. If you want it done, do it yourself. I can't trust people to open up to them because people I opened up to were disloyal they broke my trust I couldn't trust them right I told you something and somebody else is telling me what I told you etc it's like I became so guarded and I was thinking of my life and I was like that's not who I am like I don't even recognize who I am anymore that's not me and that's not who I want to be I don't want to continue living my life like this. And I realized that I had to, it, it was because I had an issue with my boundaries. Number one, I didn't have any. Okay, let's start there. I did not have any. I did not have any, so I couldn't enforce anything. I didn't even know what boundaries were. I thought it was what I said earlier about you can't do this and you can't do that. I didn't realize it started with me. I had no concept of any of that. So it's like whoever wanted to come into my life, and be a parasite I allowed them to and then I tried to negotiate on the back end but when I stopped doing all of that nonsense all of a sudden I found myself getting back to that soft spot of me like who I am at my core I felt like it was safer and safer to take these walls down and be honest because I didn't have too many people in my life who would make me feel like it was unsafe to do that because I had started enforcing my ba my boundaries. I had started distancing myself from people who I couldn't trust with the soft side of me. And I feel like so far, I have done a very good job. I don't think there's any more cuts I need to make <laughs> for um, the new year. Because, you know, every year I... Mm. Every year I always evaluate. I don't necessarily make cuts, but I might put some distance between some people. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like I've done a good job to where I don't think there are any immediate threats. If you are a secret hater, God will reveal you to me in time. So hold your breath. Okay? But I digress. I feel like I've done a good job. So, and I just feel like, again, because of the boundaries, it's like, if you if you want to do the opposite of what I have as my standard, that's up to you. You can do that with somebody else. You can go to hell. I don't care. You know, you're not about to do it over here. Okay? But I say all that to say that don't go into the new year with, with this tough exterior and thinking people are not trustworthy and people are not dependable and you mustn't have any expectations so you will have disappointments and 
and, 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 you know, all of this stuff, all of this hoping for the best, but expecting the worst. Are you not tired? Are you not tired? Are you not tired of expecting the worst? And then you get it and then you complain. Why? That's what you were preparing for. You get what you expect because you typically prepare for what you expect. So if you're preparing for the worst, you're expecting the worst. It's like, oh, well, you know, I would really like to, um, I don't know, pay all my bills this month. But the way things usually go, I usually struggle. So let me prepare to struggle. And then you struggle and it's everybody else's problem. No, you have to change the way you think about that, right? You have to change your mindset. It starts with you. Stop stop expecting the worst. Stop hoping for the best and expecting the worst, quote unquote. Why don't you just expect the worst at that point? Because that's what's going to happen. Take it from me, it's not worth it. Stop walking around wounded. Like that's one of the best changes I have made in my life. When I put God first, when I realized that he was the source and not other people, not a job, not anything else, because all of them come from him and he uses people as vessels and you can have a problem and you can disappoint me, but he will send somebody else. I am not concerned. I, am, I, don't, I don't need to expect. I don't need to expect the worst because that is not the track record I have with God. He always delivers exceedingly and abundantly beyond all I can ask or think. So why would I expect the worst from him? You see what I'm saying? You need to stop trusting people. That is the problem. Don't go into the new year with that mentality, okay? Put your trust in God instead and stop price matching for people who cannot afford you, okay? You are Chanel, you are not Walmart, that is all I have to say in this episode. I will talk to you next Sunday. Guess what? I'm giving away the self-reflection journal for free. All you have to do is sign up for my email list at secludedthoughts.com slash newsletter and I will send it over to you. But that's not all. I told y'all before that I'm looking for ways to create a community for us so we can talk more than just once a week every Sunday. So that's what the email list is for. I will share personal behind the scenes of my life as I become the best version of myself. And I will also send you exclusive tips and advice to help you do the same. And you will also be the first to know of any surprises and announcements that I have coming up for the show. And in case you don't know, the Self-Reflection Journal has over 60 journaling prompts for self-reflection and self-discovery that will help you learn more about your fears, the impact of your childhood, your limiting beliefs, your values, what's important to you, what areas of your life need improving, and so much more. So once again, if you are interested, go to secludedthoughts.com slash newsletter. I will also leave the link in the description. Now back to the episode. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. Probably the easiest thing I've ever done. The medication comes in the mail and it's very easy to use. 
I've been able to live my normal lifestyle and I've lost 20 pounds already and I've never felt better. It changed my life. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.